Welcome back to Mindwave. This is Jenner, and I'm back. I'm back on mic. We had a little bit of a scare there. The old audio interface died, and I was hearing back from Amazon that it was going to take like several weeks to get it back. Uh, Joshua used some of his tax return to invest in an even better one, which I think sounds better. What do you think? <laughs> uh, anyway... Um, I wanted to introduce a concept kind of formally because I've, I've talked about it a little bit in the past, but it's never been, uh, fully fleshed out as, as an idea. Now, uh, if you've listened to the show for a while, you know that we have a voicemail line and we've used that for a couple different things, uh, mostly just engagement ways to hear from people about specific things. Um, This was largely centered around the Humanity First series um, in Season 1, which was fantastic. My heater just came on. I'm going to knock that off real quick. One second. Okay. So we're going to experiment uh, with a couple different things this year. One of them is going to be live call-ins. We've wanted to try this for a while, have people actually call in while we're recording. Um, just from your phone, still working out the bugs on, uh, on the computer end of like the best way to capture that. Pardon me. You are a stupid human who forgot to include the phone number. You fucking moron. Listeners, the number is 602-456-2253. But we want to keep the voicemail line open and central to the entire project, not just not just any one specific thing. So if you have feedback for the show um, of any kind whatsoever, corrections, if we if we left something out, if we got something wrong, there needs to be a mechanism in place for you to report that <laughs> accordingly. And I think the voicemail line is actually the best way to do it. It's better than just commenting or emailing or whatever. Because <laughs> I am super cool and a huge nerd. So uh, anyway, the idea that I'm formalizing here, I'm calling Easter Egg Evolution. <laughs> uh, which is different. It's different from how uh, how most people will evolve their shows um skeptoid for example has listener feedback and then they just do like correction episodes which is very cool it's very necessary to do that um i want to do it a little bit different because this has happened a couple times where i've i've gone back and added something um to the show like a little easter egg and you would never know that that i went back and added music to one part or um you know, added an, an addendum because I was drunk and was off by a factor of however many uh, in <laughs> giving out figures or something, because that has happened. I had this moment the other day where I was just like, go back 10 years ago, and uh, in my mind, I'm thinking, like, 10 years ago to me is still the 90s. <laughs> so I was like, oh, shit, no, I meant uh, 30 years ago. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, anyway, so I wanted to have a mechanism to go back and um, slowly evolve 
old episodes, and I'm calling this like an Easter egg thing because um, I'll announce it when I've done it, <laughs> but I won't tell you where it is or what the Easter egg is. And this is a way for um, like repeat listeners, like dedicated listeners. Um, this is a way for like an extra little fun thing for you to do because if uh, a lot of times what's going to happen is that the episode is going to go out and if you're one of the first people to hear it, it's going to be slightly more raw than if you were to stumble upon it, say, a month down the line. And there will be new music, and there will be feedback and stuff, which is very weird. Um, <laughs> you know, like as, as a new listener, to be listening to an episode and then hear feedback about the episode in the episode, like coming through some wormhole from the future. Um, I really fucking love that. So if you guys wanted to have like that as the main, the feedback mechanism, I think it's fucking fantastic. Because um, not only do we get to hear your voice, we get to hear your story, we get to, you know, get get an idea as to why you were reaching out in the first place. Um, and then you get to become a part of it. Like, un- I mean, okay, if you send me like a super fucked up voicemail... <laughs> some trolley doxy bullshit. I'm not going to put it in the show, but I, I have never uh, stumbled across anybody anybody in the Mindwave universe who, I mean, kind of surprisingly, we have quite a few shit posters. We've only gotten like a couple of joke voicemails, but Hey, like send in the joke voicemails too. We'll put them in the after show. It'll be fucking hilarious. Uh, So that's Easter egg evolution. This is, this is a new way a new way that's that's playing or building on an old way to reach out to the show, which is just like I want to make it very explicitly clear that like that's what the voicemail line is. It's a way. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> it's a way for you to get on the show um, at any time, in any place from your phone. Um, so you can be listening to an episode at work. And you can hear me say something stupid and you're like, God, I just need to correct him because he's being a, a big fucking dum-dum. And then so you call and you leave the voicemail and I will go, thank you. And I will go back and I'll put that in the episode. Um, and then I'm thinking of coming up with a sa- uh, sound effects, some kind of custom Easter egg sound that I'm going to drop. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> oh, there's an Easter egg, kids. Go find it. And uh, if you find it, there's going to be something cool in it for you. Because, like, again, with the new Mindwave Universe platform that I'm building, that gives me the opportunity to, like, give you points and give you badges, um, which will earn you shit. Like, that's not like a, uh, oh, good job, here's a sticker. <laughs> go put your uh, go put your crayon drawing in the frig. fridge, you little bitch. Uh <laughs> No, it's it's very much more like, no, if you do that, you should be rewarded for it. Um, and I want to have ways on the website to reward you for all kinds of things. Uh, one of the big ones right now is that, you guys, you guys, the show is almost a fucking year old, and we only have one review <laughs> on Apple Podcasts. And it's from Mindwave All-Star Phil Ord. Fucking love that guy. Um, but... Yeah, that's just an example of like if you if I see <laughs> that you have left us a review on Apple Podcasts and you have a Mindwave Universe account, which is free by the way. Um 
I will give you points for doing that, for helping the show, because it's like that's I want to have as many ways to reach out and be a part of it as possible from the most intense let's sit down uh, together and get drunk and cry <laughs> all the way down to, God, that guy is an asshole. I just need to leave him a voicemail. Um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean, that's that's really what I wanted to get into this is is that, like, I'm thinking about the creative process of making the show a little bit differently because I, we have all the project files. We can go back. Like if, if I'm listening back to the show, this has happened several times where um, I'll notice it, it got slightly desynchronized where the, the waveforms aren't really lining up perfectly or I'll think, Oh God, some music or some sound effects would go perfect in there. Or, Oh God, I, I totally fucked up right there. I should, I should correct that. Um, all those little things, it's like rather than compiling them on a big fucking thing and then doing an episode of like, these are all of our corrections and addendums, uh, I would rather just do the Easter egg thing and then go hide them in the show um, so that new listeners will never even know that they weren't there in the first place, but you as a long-time listener will know uh, or should. And if you point it out, if you find the Easter egg... Uh, there might be a little fucking goodie inside for you, bro. <laughs> or sis. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I'm I'm doing everything that I can to try and be different in this domain. Um, like I said, I, I was a podcast fan for several years, and I got a fairly good idea for how everybody else does it, or most other people do it. And I really, 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 really want to be different here. I want this to be a collaborative thing that you do with me. And that's, it's, I've been saying that since the beginning, uh, but people aren't used to that being like a serious thing. Like, no, seriously call in and we'll seriously put you on the show. Um, <laughs> and and I get, I, I may not be able to sustain this forever if the show blows up, um, but I want to have the, I want to have the mechanism in place. I want to have the architecture in place because I want that to be like the guiding moral principle, the guiding ethic of Mindwave is like that's how we want to engage with you. We want to engage with you directly. If you're engaging with us in any way, if that's just a like or a click or a share or whatever, you're engaging we want to engage back uh, directly with you. And I understand that that might be difficult. Um, this is something that definitely came out through the Humanity First series is like people are not used to hearing themselves on uh, on recordings. Uh, it's kind of a trippy thing for a lot of people, um, which is uncomfortable. Uh, I remember this myself just being incredibly uncomfortable by the sound of my own voice. Um, but I got over it like really, really, really quick. Uh, and now I'm just like, I mean, you can tell I just like, I'm, t I'm talking to you like we're sitting here fucking eating ice cream, looking at like scrolling through the, uh, teen Vogue to like, which boys do we think are cutest? You know? <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> but you get what I'm saying is that like, <laughs> it is about connection and, um, 
This is I this is an addendum. I'm going back in. This is a this is a real time Easter egg. I already recorded the rest of it, but this was the part that I forgot. Um, is that <clears throat> and it's actually kind of perfect that we finally dropped our first like text to speech uh thing, which we used as a gimmick. But um th- I got a really I talked to a really fascinating woman. Um who has an amazing story to share, but she can't. Um, she suffers from severe anxiety and PTSD, and she has selective mutism, so she can't. She physically can't bring herself to talk. But she wanted to come on the Humanity First series and share her story in some kind of, some kind of way. Or really, well, I wanted her to. I'm like, no, you need to, because <laughs> we're we're driving on this and we're resonating on, on this. And and she can communicate in text. She's great in text. Um, which is the exact opposite of me. So my idea there was, uh, let's correspond by email. You know, Josh and I will send you some questions. You can respond to the questions, um, and then we will put that into the uh, uh, the best-sounding uh, text-to-speech robot voice that we can, which I have a Mac, so that's going to be very easy um, for me to turn that into a real voice. And then, you know, Josh and I will try to have a conversation just provide responses you know to each each paragraph so that's that's just one of the other weird ways like imagine how fucking cool that would be if it was like we're interviewing somebody uh with mutism today uh to tell their story and it's me and josh having conversation with a fucking robot (laughs) i fucking love this idea uh yeah, so hopefully that is coming very soon. And many things like it, many outside the box ideas like that new ways. We don't we don't have to uh follow the instructions. It's all about connection. Um is the whole reason why I'm doing this. I'm not doing this to make a show for you. I'm doing this to make a show with you. And there is a place for you to be a part of it in whatever way feels right to you. Um, we're going to get human nature off the ground um, this next month. I, I think it has to happen as as an official thing. Um, I'd, I'd gotten some feedback about the Outrage Machine episode on evolutionary biology um, and the concern was that, like, hey, you know, you you guys skipped over a lot of science. You, just, you know, you really need um, you really need like psychologists and things on here to talk about you know trans issues. And I I had to kind of snap back for a second, and I'm like, but well, wait, 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 wait. This this was this was not a science series. This is not um, this isn't even about trans issues uh, that trans people face. Um, that specific episode, the Outrage Machine Three, is focused narrowly on the gender ideology that is radicalizing people, um, and the anti-science rhetoric, the biology denial. It's focused narrowly on that part, but I am sensitive to issues around gender and sexuality, so that needs to be unpacked in its own series completely um there's also the series possible minds which there's going to be places in there 
to unpack things like gender dysphoria, like what that, like real gender dysphoria, because that, that is an actual real fucking thing. Um, and just like intersex conditions, it's a real fucking thing. Um, but that those are used quite often as red herrings um, by activists when these kinds of concerns are brought up by people like me who are not always the most articulate who are not always the most um fair (laughs) or unbiased i i believe i opened that episode by saying like this is me challenging myself because this is a part of the outrage machine i've been caught in um and this is this is like this is my calling to do something bigger and better about it instead of just bitch you know what i mean i don't want to just bitch i actually want to make some progress here and so as uh, off the rails and unfiltered as some of my comments have been um on that i want you the listener to know that like we are just scratching the surface we are going to get there um and it's going to be amazing and it's it's only going to work if you're a part of it with us you know so if you're a trans individual and you already and you didn't unsubscribe for me but you think i'm like a nazi turf <laughs> uh and you're just looking for ammunition to use against me um like you need to understand why i'm actually here and i i tried to make that uh pretty clear in my last after show which became a regular show uh <laughs> reclaiming the rainbow which by the way is is getting the easter egg treatment i i went back in and i put music and all that shit um so i i will spoil that one right the fuck away i haven't updated the audio for that yet i'm trying to find a workaround a way to where i can replace the audio file on podbean and not have it change the link i don't want it to break the link because initially when i was just uploading a new file with the same file name it would not update in on the thing but if i changed the file name then it would update the audio uh, but then the link would break. So I will find a workaround for that. Now, the other series that um, is going to be kicking off, along with Human Nature, um, Possible Minds is probably going to be pushed back another month or so. Uh, no, April. April, April. So Possible Minds is April. Um, Human Nature, I think, is going to launch March and Ad Astra is going to launch in March. Ad Astra is going to be um, my series that kind of gets into this whole... Have a specific place for, like, the cosmos shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's space exploration. It's planetary science. It's it's Big Bang cosmology and stellar evolution. All of those things. Astrophysics. Um exobiology (laughs) all of those things are going to be kind of crammed into this little pocket of the universe I'm calling Ad Astra to the stars (laughs) so um, the the episode that's going to open up that series is going to be I'm thinking at least a two hour special uh, on the pale blue dot and I cannot fucking wait to start getting that down I had a little bit of a freak out moment here with the show Um, and didn't know when the next time I would be able to sit down and record would be, but obviously I am back at it. I'm back at the microphone and that's going to happen very soon because we are 
you know, the 30th anniversary has passed, but, you know, Pale Blue Dot, like Carl Sagan, is fucking timeless. So, um, I, I, there is a sense of urgency there, but I'm also not going to rush it because it needs to be a fucking masterpiece. <laughs> it really does. So that's, that's really where I'm at. Um, I'm not sure where the outrage machine is going to go from here. In particular, the guest that I had lined up next is very busy and uh, unavailable. It be work like that sometimes with famous people. Um, so I will let you know what the status of that is. Um, there are definitely more places to go in the outrage machine, but the one that I wanted to nail, the nail down next, like as like, no, this needs to be kind of top of the list, top priority. Um, that episode, <clears throat> I'm not sure when I'm going to get that out, but uh, this is one of like probably the biggest thing that I'm just fundamentally like. This is. <laughs> I have to carry the torch for that, and I have to do... Like, Outrage Machine is the biggest challenge uh, for me as as an individual and as a creator. It's also the biggest challenge for us collectively as a society, you know? Um, it, it's, it's really the thing that's trying to tear us apart, and it took a long time for the answer <laughs> to come into full view. But if you uh, if you've been paying attention to the last dozen or so episodes, it it became <laughs> it became glaringly obvious. It was the pink and purple heffalump in the middle of the room the whole time, and it's the joy machine. Uh, I've been trying to find uh, find a way to frame this thing as a phenomenon, which because it's clearly a thing. Like, the forces, the dark side forces at work that are trying to tear us apart, um, they exploit our weaknesses, they get us to hate each other and hate ourselves. The outrage machine is loud and scary, and not a lot of us know how to deal with it. And with a lot of these issues, a lot of people are just straight up scared to say anything. Um, and I know that this is pretty much the default state in the LGBT community right now among gays, bisexuals, lesbians, and transgender people on, on, on that part of it. The, the really, really far left, really out there, really extremist views, everybody is afraid to criticize that. Everybody and their fucking dog is afraid to criticize that because they, they see, they see how this works. They see if, uh, you know, you have an off-color tweet that that's the end of your fucking career. And we cannot allow that to be our, our guiding principle in discourse. We cannot allow that level of terrorism to fucking work. Because that's what that is. If you're trying to... If you are <laughs> in the loudest of minorities and you're making a whole lot of noise and, you know, 
The silent majority is standing by just because they don't want to risk the guillotine. I mean, that, no matter what the issue is, that problem is civilization ending, if you if you play it out. Um, so that, that really is the biggest part for me, is about not not letting the terrorism work not being willy, willing to be bullied into silence um, and you know again I'm not I'm really coming at this from a place of I care and I see what's happening there and it breaks my fucking heart it really does it makes me angry it makes me hurt because again I'm, I've been sucked into it I've been I've I am a victim of it my own self so um it's gonna be hard you guys it is gonna be hard to tackle trans issues on this show i'm fully well aware of that but you as the listener should be fully well aware that me opening the conversation in the outrage machine about that that should not set the tone (laughs) so to speak for how we're going to talk about trans issues on this show uh, and I want to make that very clear. I wish that this is something that that listener would have put in a voicemail so that I could add it right here. Um, but that really is like so much of this is going to be like scrambling just to like make sure that the thing I put out is actually is fully representative or at least mostly representative of my actual views and how I actually feel um, about something. It's a challenge, man. I mean, it's a challenge, especially tackling issues this big, this like civilizational level issues. Tackling them in an hour is never going to happen, you guys. We will never be able to scratch the surface um, in that time. So it's a step-by-step thing. It's a day-by-day, episode-by-episode, just make a little bit more progress here wherever we can. Um, and just keep the conversation going. That's the goal, is to like start the conversation and to keep it going. Not just between you and me, but between you and your friends and your family and your coworkers, the people that you interact with. We need these ideas to go mainstream in the way that a lot of really, really bad ones have. A lot of really, really bad, really harmful, really divisive ideas have gone viral and cut people off and put them into fucking holes that they feel like they can't dig themselves out of, you know? Um, especially, I don't... I gotta bring it back here again. I mean, this is... Ultimately, I think this is the biggest problem within the... Specifically, the trans activists. Okay, there's a large asterisk there. Because not every trans person is a trans activist. I'm talking about the activists. Okay, this is this is uh, same thing with like the Bernie bro versus people who like Bernie thing. I need to be extremely clear about what I'm actually talking about and what I'm not. So the uh, violent, misogynistic, homophobic, pretend woke 
queer activists, that's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about your right to exist as a trans person or use whatever facility you your little heart desires. You know what I mean? That that's I have no dog in that particular fight other than the fact that I see concerns from women, biological women, okay? And there's not this is a language thing. There's not another way to say that. I'm sorry. We this is why we need to continue the conversation and keep it going. This is why I'm defaulting to the concerns of women around their protected spaces because that feels that it precedes everything else, okay? So when we're talking about protected spaces for biological women, whether that be in sports, uh, all the way up to, like, prisons and rape crisis centers and, like, shelters and stuff, we need to take those women very seriously um, in their concerns. They're bringing up important shit and there needs to be rational people who are willing to have a discussion and instead of just saying, no, get out. You know, because, like, that's... Extremism is winning that that argument. Um, and, you know, as, as, uh, as has been alluded to, it's a really fucking hard problem to solve. Um, Infrastructure-wise, if we're talking about completely, <coughs> you know, making making new categories gender gender neutral categories of sports for example that's logistical uh fuckitude i mean it's easier than building in a gender neutral bathroom in a, into every mcdonald's and every 711 in the country but however we end up moving through these issues it's going to be with conversations okay it's not going to be with um, baseball bats that have been wrapped in razor wire and painted trans flag colors. It's not going to be with the rhetoric of punch a turf, uh, which I cannot believe that people, I cannot even believe it got to that point that, that that's the level. That's that's really the level that it's gotten to because it has devolved into violence you guys and that's why i'm saying something it's not because i'm you know just pissed off that people are calling me a fucking bigot i i that also pisses me off but this is devolving into real world violence and the rhetoric needs to be called out it's the same thing with this whole, like, eat the rich, storm the castle, drag him to the guillotine shit. I'm calling that out for the exact same reason. This is fucking dangerous, you guys. This is a dangerous, dangerous game to play. And there's a better way to play it. There's a better way to get through this. Okay? Because it's not easy for fucking any of us. Dealing with this issue of... Of this new emergent thing in in our in in the waters of human sexuality that we're all navigating this is a new phenomenon okay people expressing genders different from their biological sex is a new thing it really very much is uh, at this level certainly um so we need to figure out how to navigate here and we need to figure out you know which words are helpful to use and which ones aren't um 
so again, it's it's not going to be easy by any stretch of the imagination, but it's not going to be impossible. And conversation is really the only way that we're going to get there. The only realistic way we are ever going to move past or not maybe past but through this issue together is when we just fucking talk about it because this isn't specific to me as a gay man who's been attacked for you know my quote bigotry of excluding people from my dating pool it's not just lesbians um or bisexuals or even trans people that have to deal with, you know, the dating world, which I I fucking feel for you. That has to be a goddamn nightmare. Like I'm trying I'm trying to come into this with fucking empathy. Um and a lot of what's come out of my mouth on the show so far has just been hurt. It, it's been hurt and angry and drunk. Um and, and funny, sometimes, I, th- I think I, I brought a little humor into it, um, where there needed to be some. Uh, but that's, that's like, I just need to make that clear. <laughs> I just need to make that clear. I'm not a fucking transphobe. Uh, again, I've been in the pride movement since forever, since I was a fucking baby, and I understand what it is. And the reason that I'm so hurt by this new phenomenon is because it's trying to destroy that thing. It's trying to destroy the thing that, uh, the garden that allowed me to fucking, uh, bloom and flourish. You know what I mean? Uh, and I worry, I worry what it's doing to kids these days, just like regular old run of the mill gays and lesbian kids. Um, I worry about what this rhetoric is doing to them. And I mean, I, I've seen the horror stories of like when when you follow that uh, line of let's call it logic, if 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 you follow Riley J. Dennis's advice as a young adult, it does not go well. <laughs> it does not go well, and th- that right there, what Riley does. That is not fucking feminism, okay? It really fucking is not. Like, oh God, I'm already. See, I had to bring up Riley because this fucking bitch. Oh my God, Riley J. Dennis. Jesus Christ! If you're not familiar with this dumpster fire, Happy to shit on her as a shitty human being, just like I'm happy to shit on Caitlyn Jenner. It doesn't matter that she's fucking trans. It matters that she's a fucking monster. She's a fucking monster. Riley bullies little kids, man. She bullies little kids into making them feel bad about being gay or lesbian and not including trans people in their dating pools, and it's fucked up. It's fucked up. That is not the way that we move through these waters, Riley. Not by demonizing people but by treating them with fucking compassion what you're actually doing to trans individuals by victimizing them and reinforcing their victimization you're radicalizing them asshole um we need to open up and have conversations about it as individuals as fucking people you know to try and understand each other better 
not like yell. Let's just like, oh, uh, oh God, what is? And if you haven't seen Riley's videos, um, they're they're basically espousing the idea that like, I mean, kind of ironically, she's espousing the idea that it's a sexual preference that people have sexual preferences and because you know their choices determine their sexuality which is fucking wrong um sexual orientation is fucking biological riley uh uh, you'll probably never hear this but that's my fucking point is that this is a biological thing and the fact that you can't see that is hugely fucking problematic hugely fucking problematic now i feel like it is worth noting this isn't any kind of a uh, ad hominem but it is rather telling that riley has made her career telling telling gays and lesbians that their dating practices are discriminatory and therefore bigoted and transphobic riley is a biological man she has a penis. She has a partner who is a biological woman. Riley is a heterosexual. Okay, so this is especially heinous when it's coming at gays and lesbian kids. Like, we have basically a man, a straight man, calling himself a lesbian cosplaying as a feminist and telling us we're all bigots now that is extreme language to use and i would not refer to i mean i just i just gave riley the like yes i called her her and she a million times but really like the the all women that they no. Oh my god, see, this is so hard. This is so hard, because how do I call out that fucking asshole? How do I call out the heterosexual male in a fucking dress calling me a homophobe for not fucking vaginas? Like, how do I... How do I call that out productively, guys? This is why everybody is so fucking afraid of this issue. This is why everybody is just... It's radioactive. They're afraid to fucking touch it. And we can't. We can't, guys, because, like... This is how it gets worse. <laughs> Hello, we need to talk about this. Uh, like, like, 10 years ago, we need to talk about this. Because the way that it's playing out now, across huge swaths of our, you know, everyday lives, especially when it comes to, like, the development of kids and stuff, like, it's... <sighs> how did it get down this rabbit hole? Uh, feedback, I guess. I mean, this is me just me responding to feedback because the, um, you know, it's, it's like, uh, this is a, a challenge that I am 1000% sure is I'm going to have to fight this every single day that I make the podcast because one of the things that the outrage machine is trying to challenge is the uh, trigger thing where they read two words into a headline and are just immediately outraged and just ready to drag you through the mud and they're not willing to listen to what you're actually saying um 
huge fucking challenge in this domain, guys, and it's gonna be hard. It's gonna be hard, but I have trans individuals coming on the show. We're gonna talk about this in Possible Minds. We're gonna talk about this in Human Nature. And you know what? We're probably gonna talk about this in War of One, too. Because that's something that um, also comes back at me as one of these um, cards that they have in their deck is that they're like, no, you need to be sensitive to that because trans people kill themselves. Um, Gays and lesbians kill themselves too. And it's because of rhetoric like that, conversion therapy rhetoric, demonization rhetoric, that they do it. So if you think I'm insensitive to fucking suicide, you need to take a step way the fuck back. Way the fuck back. Because that is not how we start that conversation. It absolutely is not. Um, We start conversations like that on a one-on-one basis, personally, with people, and, and make progress there. Okay? And we try to shift the conversation. We try to shift, maybe edit slightly, edit some of the note cards that people are operating off of and get them to stop saying things like trans women or women because that is a noble sentiment but you don't you don't actually there's not actually anything there to that you're just saying it to say it regardless of what you're actually implying um which is problematic uh Somebody should somebody should say it. Um, and ultimately, we just need to be good about our language. I mean, I I think that most people, most trans women and women alike, would agree that like trans women are trans women. I feel like that is a fair statement. Um, Women are women doesn't that's it doesn't even need to be fucking said. Um, what when we invoke these ideas of womanhood, what what it means to be a woman, a real woman, you're getting into some very dangerous waters because you're talking about gender stereotypes, okay, which are harmful. <laughs> uh, so the other one is trans rights or human rights. This is another another thing that they parrot as if. As if by disagreeing with them, you're, you are somehow saying that trans people don't deserve rights. Which is insane. Which is insane. And it's like we cannot let those, uh, those weapons of terrorism that are meant to trap you. We can't let that shit fucking work. Um, we just can't. Like, point fucking blank. Somebody is blowing me up on Facebook right now, so I have to shut that fucking window up. Uh... One moment. So, what is the answer? What is the answer there? Trans women are people. Women are people. Men are people. We need to stop this. We need to stop this language game. If, if, and this is why many people in the scientific circles have defaulted to biological terms like male and female. We've, um, we've, 
retreated slightly the front lines back in and that's that's where i think most people are comfortable drawing the line um in biological terms and even there even there there is a strong and growing just utter outright almost violent denial of actual biology now we're not talking we're not talking within the realm of um gender which gender is completely different and this is this is something that everybody should already fucking understand is like gender is the social construct thing that we talk about and it's based on stereotypes okay women have smooth legs and wear makeup men are are scruffy and and like guns like what those are bad examples but you know what i mean it's like gender is the stereotype thing that we do to each other biological sex is the thing underneath all of it and you can't erase that you can't identify your way into a biological sex category you can't say because you feel a certain way that must be a biological thing this is people are so terrified by this okay that that the line has been pushed back that far to where all people are really saying is like no biological sex is absolutely something that exists and even that that is under attack and i mean if you don't think that sex exists in biology as a phenomenon uh go back to fucking school i'm sorry is there nuance to unpack there? Absolutely. I mentioned intersex co- conditions. I mentioned gender dysphoria, which is a real thing. You cannot. God, so much of this just has to do with blanketing, just blanket everything. Oh, oh, it's all fine. And uh, you know, it 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 makes it really difficult for the rest of us who see the problems to have the conversations so if if you've heard anything that i've had to say on this issue and you're like ah fucking speak up (laughs) speak up you need to become a part of the conversation that's how you fix it (laughs) that's how you fix it the thing that's broken is fixed by us all coming together and working together to work through it and that conversation is the tool to do that so that is something that I, I needed to clarify. It was not intended to be in this episode. Um, but it, again, it's feedback. It's feedback that I've gotten, and I want to make sure that it's well-received. Um, it was well-received. Because, uh, obviously, I mean, I know. I know. I knew the second I got him on the calendar. It's like, this is a can of cosmic worms that is going to fucking become a supernova and it's going to blast wormy guts all over fucking everything just because of how the outrage machine works and anybody who does not think i was being fair to transgenderism or trans individuals in that episode look at what that specific episode is about it's not about trans issues it's not about you know the psychology or the you know the social nature or dating or sexuality or really any of it it's about 
about the language games that are being played and the hate that's being put out there and the calls to violence that are being put out there, the attacks on the community from within the community. That's what that was about. And if that wasn't made abundantly clear, um, that is my that is my calling to make it even more abundantly clear next time. Um, so thank you for getting through my little spiel here. Um, let's see what else I have to get through today because I was out of commission for a couple days and I didn't have a mic, uh, but I'm back now. So I haven't, um, I haven't mentioned it or anything, but, um, I mean, I have mentioned that things have been difficult since I, since I took the leap, since I left my, my real quote unquote job to do this work because it's the work that I want to do. Um, I, I, I've picked up things here and there, but it is, see how, uh, God damn it. See, how do I even do this? Uh, I'm not doing great guys. <laughs> I'm not doing great. Uh, and, uh, there's a cliff coming up. <laughs> there's a cliff coming up and, um, hopefully, hopefully I can fucking fly because, um, you know, the, the show the support that's come into the show so far has been amazing it's been phenomenal it's been the thing uh making it happen and if you really like the show and it's something that you really value if it's something that you value as much as a cup of coffee um show me (laughs) i hate to be like that guy but um you know other other podcasters they get to do this and and say basically whatever they want, you know, within reason, and they don't have to worry about the bills being paid because they have big stacks of ad copy from Squarespace or some stupid mattress company or something to read. So they're getting paid regardless. They're monetizing their YouTube videos. They're getting paid for every click. Coming into this, I'm like, I'm not going to play that fucking game. I have to find a way to make a support model work. And I, I found the way to do it. Uh, certainly, I, I think I've nailed that down, but, um, I, I have not been great about convincing people to actually support the show, uh, because I'm horrible at that. I, like, the shameless self-promotion thing, it is not shameless for me. It feels very slimy, but, uh, if you've heard the where we're trying to go here, um what we're trying to do and you want to help make it happen and be a part of it and not just have it be something that you listen to on your ride home from work i mean really help me make this happen you have no idea how much five dollars a month will go how long like how far that will go to helping me pull this off ideally ideally if i had enough support funds coming in to pay my rent and my bills I would be doing this 1,000% full-time, you know, and I would be getting into, I would have the time to sit down and work for 18 hours on a video project before uploading it. I just don't have that luxury right now. Um, I'm I'm trying to crank out as much as I can in a, a, a way that's as clear and concise as I can, 
but it you know it's a challenge it's a fucking challenge because i still have to operate in this system um where the bills need to get paid and uh, not to uh, not to be like uh but yeah um i need a new place to live so that that is another um another thing on the list there that if you're thinking about supporting the show if you, or if you have been thinking about it that is something that should be rattling around in the back of your mind is that like no this would be an amazing time to start supporting the show um just because because we're like you can see now a lot of the ideas that were just ideas are starting to come into reality um and these we're starting to break ground on a lot of these series we're starting to bring some awesome new people into the into this project into the larger universe um so it would be a great time to become a friend of the show anyway but um especially with equipment failures and you know stacking stacking up bills bills and bills and bills bills uh, i mean like it is i do have bills for this show uh I hate to be like that guy, but yeah, it is not free to make a podcast. I'm not sure if you're aware of that. <coughs> <coughs> yeah. Anyway, that's my idea of a support pitch, I guess. I don't know. I mean, when we first started the show, we got a handful of supporters, and they've stuck with us since the beginning, and I, I fucking love you guys so much. Um, there haven't really been any new ones. Um, I, I had kept hoping that you know like at least we'd get like a handful of like dollar level patrons or something every every month or two uh and it stagnated completely with with the exception of boone um being so fucking generous in in coming into this project with me and actually supporting it like she's oh god she's such a fucking amazing person like when she gets paid like she she's she pays the the other content creators that you know the work that she wants to see she donates to me she donates to connor um and she has her own podcast and she's using her own podcast to raise (laughs) to raise money uh to be able to donate to my podcast and that's man if only, if only everybody on Earth could be the fucking superhero that is Boonham, because it just blows my fucking mind. Um, anyway, so that that's my uh, notes, announcements, uh, Easter egg thingy, uh, responding to feedback, support pitch, uh, welcome to Mindwave. Um also need to buy Josh a bell because uh, he recorded his first episode of Tech Bites, Tech Bites, which was fantastic. And uh, he doesn't have a bell over there at his house, so we need to get him a bell, <laughs> like ASAP. They're like five bucks; it's fine. Uh, no, but like, really, know that if you support this show, it is going one hundred percent back into the show and like helping make sure like the literally the lights stay on and I, and then I can keep doing this because it's. N- by no means a sure thing right now i'm i'm dealing with the very real possibility that uh by the time april comes around i mean if i don't have uh if i haven't figured out that whole where to live thing by then um show's gonna disappear 
that I can't really think of a, a another a nicer way to say it. You know, is because really it's it's going to be that it's it's going to be moving into my car, <laughs> and you can't make a podcast from a car. Um, so <sighs> there was something else I wanted to get in here, and I can't can't for the life of me remember what it is now. But um, another thing that I I hadn't necessarily uh, really fully made clear. Oh, I I'm getting a, I'm getting a Facebook Messenger call from David J B and Brooke Anderson. Uh, I I will talk to both of you guys soon because um, both of you are are coming on the show. Uh, for your own your own things, Burke is running for state assembly, I believe in Nevada. Um, JB's fucking awesome, super cool. Um, no, but what I was gonna say is that, <clears throat> and just along the lines of being different in in how the support model is structured, I want I want I want the floor, the ground level, you know, entry into the Mindwave universe to be like as easy as humanly possible so here is uh here is how you earn your way into the mind wave universe and i'll i'll actually break down as to like what the what getting into the universe actually gets you um as as a bonus as somebody who actually supports the show you do get like mad goodies uh for doing that and they're designed in a way that I hope will show you uh, how seriously I'm taking this because I'm 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 actually just comparing <laughs> just comparing to the other support models that are out there. I'm like, well, mine is actually really fucking generous. So, um, the support model is not exclusively monetary because. <coughs> If, if you can support the show with a um, dollar or two every month, that's fucking fantastic. But if you can't afford it, because I have been there. I have canceled my $1 level Patreon patronage of people because I could not afford to give that dollar away. I needed that dollar. <laughs> um, I, I have been there. So if you don't have, if you don't have a way to su- support the show financially you still need a way to like for the show to give back to you if you engage with it if you rate and review us if you you know participate in some event with us you know we need a way to give back to you regardless of what you're actually putting into the show dollar dollar bills y'alls wise um so the idea for the universe is that anybody can get in at any time it's free, completely free and open to participate within the architecture of the site. Now, if you have a universe membership, uh, which is the badge, the verified badge, your account gets a little check mark and you get verified and you have your badges, that gives you access to a bunch of stuff that other people don't have access to. Um, the first... Well, 
one of the main things is going to be the vault content vaults i'm going to actually design specific uh pages or chunks or sections to say okay like you get your badge access gives you access to vault one and inside vault one you're going to find a bunch of our drunk book club stuff and a bunch of stargazer sessions um you know like free music projects that josh and i work on comedy sketches after show type stuff um but the idea is that like if you are a uh, a a vault one badge holder then the content in that vault will be made specifically with you in mind like we will talk to you specifically by name <laughs> like hey thanks phil for uh always being such a great buddy uh here this episode's for you you know um <clears throat> So, in addition to the after show, because if, if you support the show, at, I have two tiers. God, see, this is why it's so hard to, like, uh, lay out. Everybody else has these, like, give us $5, give us $10, give us $15, give us $50, whatever. I'm like, no, I want to have the entry level be zero. You can participate for zero and still earn points um, and work your way up to you know through engagement you can still earn yourself a membership badge which is like the the thing that i'm getting at there if you can afford um to join i have two tiers there's a dollar tier which in and a five dollar tier the the dollar tier is just a thank you tier it's just like a hey thanks for making the show i like your show here's a dollar a month uh that's thirty dollars a month <laughs> see this was good i listened to the show Oh, funny, funny math error. I'm clearly not a math nerd. <laughs> oh my god, that's hilarious. No, Jenner. One dollar a month equals twelve dollars a year. <laughs> oh man, that's bad. Oh, it's great. Leave it in. See, Easter egg. Real-time Easter egg. Woo! Uh... If, if you spread it out like that, which is probably a lot less than you spend on uh, probably literally anything else. But uh, I wanted to have that entry level. So if, if you are, are a $1 tier supporter, then like through your racking up the points, you will just by default get a membership badge, which will give you access to all the other stuff. Uh, anyway, but if you are a kind of person who's like, yeah, I have five bucks to throw you, you get that automatically. Um, so it includes the RSS feed for the after show, which is, you've seen, <laughs> if you listen here, you've seen little bits of the after show leak into the main show, the especially drunky episodes, the especially inappropriate jokes. Um, I felt it was important to actually show you guys a little bit hear what the after show is like um as like a hey <laughs> wouldn't you want to go listen to that mindwave after dark fucking uncensored raw <laughs> uh, i mean mindwave is pretty fucking uncensored already but um yeah no the after show is a blast and and we're gonna use that to put out uh josh and i are, are doing uh, a lot of like music-y kind of comedy parody stuff um, and that's where that stuff's gonna go out I think and it's just gonna be for you guys 
Um, so I, we have our own comedy parody sketchy type stuff that we're working on for this show. We finally got the, uh, the Mac and the PC battling it out. That was fun. That was really fun to do. Uh, a little difficult <laughs> editing wise, but I think it came out good. Uh, and he wrote a great script. Josh wrote the script for the, uh, the angry robot fight, which is fantastic. But I would love to get into like... Uh, you know, vocal impersonations, fake political campaign ads, and just, like, all kinds of silly shit. But, like, our extra super-duper silly shit um, is going to go on the after show. So, like, the pig shit taco stuff is going to go on the after show. And if you don't know what pig shit taco is, uh, it is one of my personas. <laughs> uh, it is the most autistic, drunk, crazy stupid bullshit in the world but it's fucking great so there's like a rick and morty remix on there there's a a hate preacher remix on there and then my uh my one and only rap track i've ever produced called dog poopies which is just like literally literally you guys like drunk off my ass made a song about picking up dog shit and it's hysterical, and I'm laughing most of the way through it. But that's kind of like the idea of the kind of stuff that would go on the after show. So, yes, you get <laughs> with a $5 a month universe member, or more, or more, or more, or more, or more, or more. Yeah, so $5, I felt like that's, an, that's a low enough floor. That's entry level. So you'll get access to all of the bonus shit when you get in at the $5 level. That's the RSS feed. That's the content vault. Um, at least the level one content vault. Now, if, if you are a person who supports the show at a higher level, I can just make a content vault for you in the website and give you high, you know, badge access. I could, yeah, we can treat it like literally like that. Like, no, only you can go in there with your badge. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and that's the reason why I did it like that. Really, really low floor of entry. Okay. And then, you know, if you do, but if you do support the show at a higher level than that, then you get away. You get a special, you know. It gives me a way to reward that and and have it be scaled on my end and not have to build it into you know Patreons tiers and all that. I mean, it took for so fucking long. We got uh, a handful of patrons off this off this shit Patreon page that we never finished setting up. We didn't set up the tiers right and. Uh, or the distribution for uh, the bonus content and shit. I mean, the, uh, outside the after show, we got a handful of... Uh, uh, Boone is messaging me. <laughs> um, no, but it, it, it just did not work. And I, I feel like the thing that I came up with is going to work a lot better. <laughs> Especially since you don't even need to really give the show money to be able to participate in this. It's, it's based off of... It's based off of your engagement, and that can be with a click or with a dollar. Um, it's like engagement is the thing that we're after, certainly. And if you, uh, you know, it just depends on it. Just depends on what works best for you. Um, so anyway, I think I unpacked that good enough. Content Vault. It's going to be all sorts of fun shit, and it's going to be so sandbox projects and video gaming stuff and. Uh, you know, just all kinds of outside-the-box creative stuff. But the important thing there is that, like, we are going to be looking at the list. 
you know, we will see, okay, there are 14 people who have, you know, badge level access to this content vault. We are going to make the content specifically for them. So we might even do something stupid, crazy, like go to your Facebook page and, and see your puppy and be like, oh my God. And then we will just make your dog a theme song uh, that you can play for him on his birthday. You know what I mean? Like, it's Charlie. He's the fuckingest little faggot in the world. I fucking love him. He eats my couch. You know, just like, I don't fucking know. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> just like stupid shit like that. Like stupid, really fun stuff. And I need to do more fun stuff. Travis Meyer, friend of the show, Travis Meyer. I saw it was his birthday the other day. And I was like, oh, you know what I should do? I should take the... I should take the motion project for the uh, for the Mindwave production sequence and just and just change it to Happy Birthday, Travis, and make you know use that in the theme song and everything. It was like a digital birthday card, and I was like, "How fucking cute is that?" You know, so like Mindwave, we want to do all kinds of like fantastically <laughs> cute shit like that. Uh, oh, that was that that song earlier, Charlie. That was about my dog. <laughs> not your dog if your dog is also named charlie and is also a faggot who eats couches i mean that's <laughs> what a small world uh god and <clears throat> okay i get. i guess i guess we need the f asterisk because <laughs> i've said the word faggot on the show before um i am one so i feel like i feel like if anybody should get to say it it's me um but i i take the the south park big gay l <laughs> Uh, ethic on this one <laughs> we will never get rid of the words fag and faggot they are just too much fun to say <laughs> they really are but only we can say them you're not allowed to call me a faggot although chandler just called me a faggot or a fag or something the other night i loved it i thought it was great um you know that's it's another thing about you know disarming disarming and uh if <laughs> this is a cute one because parts of the, parts of the LGBT community LGBT community have reclaimed uh, have reclaimed queer on that one because that very much was like a slur <laughs> when I was growing up like I've been gay bashed in my history um, so that the words queer and faggot actually hit my ears very differently queer sounds like worse <laughs> um, it sounds like, you know, I'm going to spit on you and, and drag you behind my truck and chain you to a barbed wire fence. It's like, like the word queer, it invokes Matthew Shepard, like in my head. Like that's what, that's the emotion that word brings to me. So it's very, uh, it's different. It's different than uh, faggot, which probably hits your ear uh, in an extremely different way. But uh, it's, it's, it's part of that disarming thing. Um, you know, black guys use the N-word. I'm not going to use the N-word on my show. <laughs> if you were wondering if Jenner's going to uh, use the N-word. Oh, no, he's not. <laughs> but that's that's my point. So if you were if you were triggered or upset um, by me using the word fag or faggot, um, stopping a faggot. <laughs> I love you. <clears throat> where the hell were we? Jesus Christ. You see, we're getting into aftershow territory now, which is great because uh, I we say aftershow territory on the show all the time. Uh, when we go, like, slightly too far, 
<laughs> and we gotta backpedal a little bit. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the after show is probably gonna be one of the, the main main bonuses you actually uh, engage with in the real world if you end up supporting the show because it's probably going to be one of the only things you'll have time to engage with but if you are the person who has time um, there is built into the universe deeper ways for you to connect and I'll break that down real quick so the user profile system that I have built into the site now is very robust it's very comprehensive it functions much like it's almost kind of like myspace it it really does kind of feel like that it's it's a a basic kind of social media platform network type system but it's way more robust and personalizable and that obviously there's points and badges and things you can have your avatar you can level up um, teams and, and groups and stuff and so like within within because we have specific things we've, we're packaging ideas on Mindwave into series like the Outrage Machine or and just even themes and concepts like the Sandbox and the Cortex and all of these other so these are all just distinct groups within the within the site I'm framing them as galaxies so you go to the Outrage Machine Galaxy, and you get it. You're you're a star in the Mindwave universe. Stars come together in the galaxies. The, the supermassive black hole at the center is the theme. Um, I'm taking it astrophysical. I don't know why, but I love it, and it fits. So each one of those groups is just going to be a place for you to continue the conversation um, with each other and with us. If you have specific um, feedback or ideas for guests or whatever, we want to pull back from all, really all the other ways of the one-on-one -on -one thing outside of this. Because, like, this is our little castle, man. We're building a little castle. And, like, come hang out and, like, finger paint, motherfucker, because it's cool in here. <laughs> <laughs> like we c it's cool to engage on Facebook and Twitter or whatever but like really we just want to use those platforms and YouTube we really just want to use the platforms to like get to just leak that's the hawking radi radiation <laughs> sprinkling out into the ether web um, to try and hook people into the thing and get them into the castle because this is where all the cool shit's going to happen um, that's the idea anyway right now the Facebook group, the Mindwave Universe Facebook group is functioning as that. Um, but yes, uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to take a while, I think, to get to populate the universe. But once it's once it's populated and you guys can see, you're like, oh, my God, yeah, so much better. Um, so it is going to be a lot better than Facebook or Twitter or any other way that you really want to engage with the show. Um, but the groups, they're, they're just like regular groups. So you have your polls, you have your forums, you have, you know, you can post video, pictures, text, whatever, what have you. But then if you have a universe badge, if you have like a universe membership badge that you either have, you know, got by becoming a friend of the show or by um, just engaging with us a whole lot to where you earned a membership badge, um, then you actually get you get like the key to that specific galaxy's discord channel which gives real time conversation spaces 
and incorporates voices. So, and this is very much in line with, you know, what I'm trying to do with MindWave is that, like, it's about connecting better, um, connecting more one-on-one. I'm going to try to make audio the default way that I talk or communicate with people. Um, If I can, I'll try to avoid text and just send you a voice message because I feel like it's going to... It's it's gonna feel like it's coming from me, uh, and you don't have to play the game with text where you're, you know, inferring tones and can't tell. You know, somebody's being sarcastic. Like Joshua has this thing where, like, one of his default responses is okay, you know, just like okay, uh. but like it looks really ugly. <laughs> like you infer all kinds of tone. It's just two letters, but you just cause like Ugh, okay. You know, you just like, and that's not what he's doing. So it was like, we need a new one. We need like 10-4 or like Ad Astra, <laughs> something fucking nerdy. Stop saying okay, because it's a really ugly text. Um, but I mean, you can you can hear how uh, colorful my personality is, and I feel like that that should be the main way that uh, we do that. So each. <clears throat> there is going to be a main universe discord channel that's just about the whole thing but then if you are one of these people who are like oh my god this really esoteric argument you guys made in this candle in the dark session about like the evolutionary advantageousness of organized religion i really need to like give you my hour-long thoughts on that like the discord would be the the place to do that uh, at, aside from voicemails and just bringing you on the show continuing the conversation uh, talk amongst yourselves you know like that's going to be kind of like one of the things too is that like we're not just trying to create a way for us to connect to you we're trying to create places for you to connect to each other people who are coming together under the same the same ideas uh, like minded or uh, whatever individuals who are along the same mind wave it's about connecting people um on things that matter to them and having having a private space that's just for you to where you might feel a little more free and open in there um than you would on twitter or on facebook or wherever else just because you know you're you're grandma's friend from bridge who's 93 years old won't stop commenting MAGA shit on your timeline. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we need... We need... Uh, and, and this is this came up with Boone and Connor, because she's trying to make the Agora, and I am totally trying to make the dog from Cloud Cuckoo Land in the Lego movie. But it really is just about, like... Uh, ironically, we need safe spaces for speech rather than safe spaces from speech. We need safe places to have... You know, conversations that might fall outside um, the Overton window of acceptable discourse. Um, and I'm going to be pushing, I'm, I'm going to be taking a sledgehammer to that fucking window on this show for sure. Um, but a lot of people are going to resonate with these ideas that only seem fringe because everybody's afraid to talk about them. They're actually mainstream and it's a part of part of creating the universe is giving you a, a home to be able to express yourself freely um, without without you know worrying about being judged now that being said <laughs> I I am coming 
I'm building this after building a shitposting empire. So the eth the ethic in there is is that um, you know freedom of expression does not come with freedom from criticism. So it's it's about good faith arguments. It's about respectful disagreements, productive conversations uh, around issues. You know, um, somebody disagreeing with you does not equal an attack. It's It equals an opportunity to learn and grow and understand. So anybody who is, is opting in to this specific way to engage, that should be very clear. There is that like the the... The monkey shit flinging thing that happens in the regular social media places. Um, I don't like that. <laughs> and I'm building my own place uh, that's for really just like, let's get the, just dig down to the fucking bone, you know, like on some of these things and just like continue the conversations in a way that's actually like let's okay now where do we go from here so this is a collaborative space um that we all get together we share under these ideas we grow we learn we improve together and then we take that out into the world and the sandbox is is kind of like an incubator for new creators which is fucking amazing Mr. Jesse Rogers, I gotta make you a super cute theme song. Um, but yeah, it's and Chandler Bryant as well, um, and Boone Hem and Connor Durding. These are these are people who are in my sandbox um, right now, who I'm creating content for to help them. It's not just about like yes, get on my show and like produce, you know, like get your voice on my show, but it's also like no, you have you know that's it's the lego thing it's like you you're awesome too like let me like you should have your own channel in addition to this and i will if you don't already um so <clears throat> existing creators i'm like let me help let me throw you some free production shit uh and then new creators I'm like creating news is like ooh, it's like a it's like Dr. Frankenstein. I've created a monster. His name is uh, <laughs> Sergeant Us. It's very cute. I love it. Oh <laughs> uh, no, that that is kind of a trip, and uh, it it does not fucking escape me that the that the uh, default whatever graphics it. Uh, <laughs> <coughs> <coughs> The comps, the comps that we're using are very much. I, I think I even use the same motion templates as like my first um, production sequence for headphone stargazer like a million years ago, and the first one for Mindwave. So I, it's it's a great one, man. It's a great one. I love that 3D uh, motion Earth thing with the floaty text. It's fucking great. You can use that for a million things. So. Uh, but no, that this is like that part is going to be so much fun too. Um, and this is why I wish I, I, I wish I had more time and I, I need to find something financially that works, um, for me outside of this to like get other, you know, I need to do this full time. I want to sit in front of this fucking computer full time. I don't want to have to go out and fucking do other shit. Cause there's, there's it's so much to fucking do when I'm talking about like, yes, bro. I want to like. 
I want to go into production full time and, and do soundtracks and soundscapes and make fucking videos and like help, help you guys, you know, like use the skills, the thing that you looked at mine with and you're like, whoa, I'm like, yeah, it's just Apple. It's fine. I'll help. I'll give you some like, it's cute. Like <laughs> this is totally my sandbox. I want to share my toys uh, with the people who care about this work because it's like, that's the whole fucking point. So sandbox i fucking love the sandbox man uh and then i came there, there was some other uh, some other thing that i invoked maybe maybe i was thinking of when i mentioned skunk works it is kind of that kind of uh like it's it's the r d laboratory of of ideas that uh where you take the where you take the restraints off you take the filters off i mean you, you guys heard me take my own filter off uh i didn't say i was taking it off but you heard it come off um and if you've been listening to the show for a long time you know exactly what i'm talking about um but yeah we we should all learn to be a little more comfortable with ourselves a little more unfiltered and uh sometimes it just takes that it takes that place to do it for the first time this is a great to the voicemail analogy just giving you a place um that's just for you that's just for us that's you know what i mean so that's that's the mind wave universe again dollar level gets you as uh, a thank you like hey thanks for making the show the five dollar levels the membership level again you can earn your way into that at the lower levels and by, um you know engaging Lots of goodies up from there. Um, the content vaults and the Discord channels. This, these are going to be the main deeper ways that you can connect with the show. Um, with us and with the ideas and with each other. Because um, that's really what it's ulti- ultimately all about. Uh, growing and, and fostering collaboration. Creating new friendships, man. This was like... This is like the greatest thing about, you know, doing Mindwave and, and reaching out and like finding other people who are kind of like along the same lines and they don't know each other. And he, and I got to do that like <laughs> best friend where I'm like, oh my God, you guys have to date. Just like smush your faces together. Just kiss. This is adorable. <laughs> uh, no, it really kind of feels like that though. It's just like stumbling among people like, oh, do you know so-and-so? And they're like, no. I'm like, oh my God, you guys need to hang out immediately. <laughs> so um so yeah that's if if you if you do support the show there is like a whole benefit structure to doing that it's not just like give me money so i can keep making the show it is also that uh but it's there's a really cool thing that comes with it and i would really like to see it take off i mean honestly there's only a handful of people in there there's nobody's really posts and there's not engagement because it's like it's quiet you know it's a quiet little universe it's a fermi paradox thing it's like well where is everybody (laughs) oh i like that episode title boom (laughs) fermi paradox this is fucking great um well i've been going for uh hour 24 here i I haven't worked on any new music or anything so i don't have anything new to drop for you stargazer sessions not that we need one um, but I, you know, that's going to be kind of one of the things that I, and you've heard, uh, where I've started to paint, you know, extra colorful things with sound effects and stuff. Like I want to do, like, 
oh god i wish i could do that with every episode and and this is, goes back to the easter egg thing too is like now i can go back and start doing that and like improving and like putting some glitter on some of the old episodes um which god it's just all the time in the world but it's it's just gonna make it so much better because i fucking love it uh but yeah man music and sound effects and <clears throat> god that was always a plan that was always a plan like we had we were, <laughs> we're gonna build a whole we have a whole keyboard a separate keyboard that's just gonna be a soundboard and it's gonna be like all labeled up and marked up and everything so it's coming along man it's coming along we're moving on up we got new equipment uh we got a new uh a new doohickey here. I don't know if I, I don't know if I uh, leveled it off right because I can hear myself coming in a little hot on the high end, but uh, it sounds great. Uh, but yeah, man, slow, slow process, growing, learning—it's the best. Uh, I love you. Become a friend of the fucking show already, because you know what, motherfuckers? I know that like that 99% of you who absolutely love this show have never told me ever ever not even with like a, a little dollar here and there <laughs> i'm just saying i'm just saying reach out and let let me know like much of this feels like shouting into the void don't let don't 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 let the void be empty <laughs> scream into existence as a bright new star in the mind wave universe because you shine like a diamond bitch and uh, uh, let the universe hear you roar or something. <laughs> I love you. <clears throat> okay, bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. If you enjoyed it, please take a minute to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. You have a really good taste in podcasts, clearly. So you probably also have a good taste in friends and know somebody who would enjoy the show as much as you do. So share the love. It's what we're all about. Special thanks to the friends of the show who make it possible. Rob J. Wilson, Corey Wilcox, Phil Ord, Travis Meyer, Heather Cook, Julia May, and Boone Hem. Join the Mindwave universe at mindwave.media to be a part of the Mindwave journey with us. Also, make sure to check out the other content creators in the Mindwave sandbox and please help us support their work. Give us a follow on Twitter at Mindwave Podcast. If you think I'm cute, you can follow me at Mindwave Jenner. And if you think I'm annoying, wait until you see my Twitter at Mindwave Josh. Thanks again for listening, guys. We'll talk to you next time. The Mindwave Podcast is produced by Studio Stargazer. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved. <laughs>